Hey everyone, I know it's been a while. Welcome to our episode eight. I'm super excited to be back. We have a lot of um, exciting topics to talk about today. Um, I'm DJ. I'm O. Tom. Awesome. So um, today we want to talk about microaggressions at work, um, particularly coming from Black men. I know that we typically talk about just overall microaggressions across different races, um, but we had some current events that we wanted to talk about. Um, and I definitely want to preface that this is not reflective of all Black men, because um, we love Black men. There's a lot of Black men that support us, both family and friends and strangers that we don't even know. Um, so definitely it's not reflective of all Black men, but something that we just wanted to discuss. Um, so for me, I had a particular incident where at work, and this isn't the first time that this has occurred. This happened before as well, where I feel like I have been attacked in meetings by another, you know, black man. And, and typically, again, I think we, we said before, I'm generally the only black woman right now. I'm the only black woman in leadership in my organization. Um, so definitely there's not a lot of us that are in the room. So in this particular instance, not to go into a lot of detail, but I was speaking to a strategy that I was looking to implement and he was the main person or really the only person that started to question the strategy. And of course I shut him down, but it's just kind of like the back and forth and the feeling as if I'm not being protected in that particular instance. And I think for me, as I look at my career and I, again, generally am the only you know black woman in leadership, if there's someone that looks like me and they're in a meeting, I do my best to protect them. I've been in situations where the other person, as a person of color, has been attacked by other, people's, other people in meetings, and I'm the first to stand up for them because I just feel, as an ally, you know, with this person, that I should definitely be the one to make sure that they are protected in that situation. And I feel like in this particular instance, I was not protected, even though I can always stand up for myself. Sometimes it's just very disheartening that you have to go through that with your own people. So right. what are your thoughts on that? No, I completely agree. Um, mm -hmm. I've been in situations, I, I, I think it's rare, but I have been in situations like that where I don't feel like um, I'm being protected by like, my black male counterparts. I haven't experienced that with black females in the workplace though at all. Right. Um, usually right. all of the black females I've interacted with, it's kind of like, I got your back, you got my back. And I'm, I'm the type to like you make it clear from the beginning. Like we have to have each other's back. I got your back. Like, you know, you know, when like someone new starts, you try to feel them out. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like is this a home girl or like, what is this? Or is it a, right. 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 Sometimes it's like, Oh, this is a homegirl. And then other times it's like, <clears throat> like what's going on, you know? So I think the same with um, black males, but I feel like if I am doing my part to cover you and have your back, you should do the same. And honestly, our Caucasian counterparts, they have done that for years. That's why they are literally everywhere in leadership. And daddy brings son onto the company and he ends up taking daddy's position and all of that stuff. So like we may not have, our 
our direct families in companies with us, but we, the people who are, who look like us, who are also working with us, we need to do a better job of like having each other's back, covering each other. Like I always say, there is enough room for us all. We have to make room for us all. So we should not be trying to beat each other out and tear each other down so there can only be one token. There is no, absolutely not. Moving forward, we need to make sure that we're making enough space for all of us. There should be more of us in leadership. There should be more than just two of us in the room, one male right. and one female. Like we need to be helping each other out and bringing up other people as well. Right. And I like what you say in terms of like there is definitely room for everyone at the table and you shouldn't feel as though you have to try try because you can't knock me down but try to knock somebody down to make yourself look superior um and i definitely think like like you were saying it's just like we need to support each other and open doors for each other so there is more of us at the table as opposed to you trying to knock someone down because you feel as though okay i can only be you know the only token in the room because that's not really change and it's very disheartening, especially with everything that is going on and has gone on in today's climate and that you still are acting that way. Right. Like that to me is just like ridiculous. Right. I felt like what at work when everything happened, like I was just looking for like my, my black brothers and sisters, like checking in on people. Are y'all good? Like taking extra precautions and even up till now to make sure like, are y'all good? How's everyone doing? Like, how are y'all feeling? And even in like my networking, um, now that I am in, um, I have, I've been promoted, like, Okay. I'm talking about my previous. Oh, I thought you just like she's like when I got promoted. You can't uh, say nothing with these these upgrading the company when you move up the rank. Y'all just hype me up so much. Like I can't even say nothing. (laughs) She threw it out there like really like (laughs) Go ahead. Listen, you know, when I reached said, into the C-suite, um, I... <laughs> oh my God. So since then, I feel like even like with my networking and like people who were in my former role who are now trying to like move to a different role, um, you know, I just make sure I take that time to network and like really talk them through like what I went through and connect as many people as possible. Like I'm all about building my connections and helping, especially people who look like me build Mm -hmm. theirs. Because like I said, there is room for us all. Like we should all be grabbing each other and pulling each other up. Like there is no need for the hostility for the, um, I, I gotta do this on my own. Like, no, we have to build together, you know? And that's how we will stop seeing things like, companies having inappropriate posts and pictures and right. being like, Oh, I didn't even know that we didn't, we didn't see that. We didn't, you know, no one caught that before it went out, you know? And, it'd be, and sometimes it'd be people that look just like us that see it go out. Right. So it's like, you know, just, just like blame, you know, but you know, that's because they're usually the only person in the room. So there is no accountability. Mm. But there should be. Because right. Because I feel like I, not that I, st- you know, not that I represent everyone that is, you know, African-American, but at the same time, if I see something that isn't right, I'm going to speak up that it's not right. Right. You know? Whether it's a visual copy or someone that's acting out of line, like it's just not going to happen. But DJ, you're also very bold. And I feel like a lot of times there are people who are, who can be bold, but not necessarily like in that space right. with 
all of those Caucasian, usually older Caucasian males to speak up and be like, mm, that doesn't look right. But if there's maybe two of you, then you could be like, ah, like look at, you know, y'all make the eye contact. Oh yeah, no, that doesn't look right. And then have that conversation then. So I think like there just needs to be more of us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we need to not tear each other down when there's multiple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, Tom? All of that. All yeah. Of it, all of it. So, yeah. I too have been a victim, <laughs> but <laughs> you've been a victim by that and a loud mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh, legitimately. I will say the loud mouth though. He, he's, he's, he, we had a touch base yesterday. He, he is a, yeah, he's legit. Like, huh? He did. He did. He's now in, um, he's elsewhere. Elsewhere. <laughs> he's elsewhere but you know like he he is like y'all he he's legit I will say that he he's loud mouth and he clearly doesn't have volume control but he's <laughs> always curious and he wants to learn and he wants to ask questions like I learned a lot from him right but in reference to my experience with black male ego in the workplace I mean we talked about it a couple episodes ago. I like how you phrased that yeah I think it's ego I really do like yeah, it's cool. You can be you can be the smart one, but I'm the smartest. I really think it's right. that. And right. I think that some black males can't check their ego. Right. And they get almost offended. Like, especially that personality type where it's like you want to be the one that knows it all. You want to be the fixer. And like this other person comes in that is so loved. Right. Uh, you know, like you're almost offended. Like how dare she, now she's the issue to that person, right? Like mm-hmm. she's cocky. She's arrogant. She thinks she's all that. And it's like, no, you're just insecure. Right. Like, and you exactly. need to check yourself. Right. And I think that is very important. Like for me, it's like, you shouldn't minimize your greatness. And it's not about like you, I never mm. myself as like being cocky, but I've worked very hard to be where I am, to have the knowledge that I have. Yes, and yes. I'm not going to stoop down or minimize what I bring to the table for anyone. And if you don't like that, then you don't like that. Right. And that's, like you said, that's your insecurities that you have to deal with, but I shouldn't have to, I'm not going to deal with it. So if you right. come the wrong way, you know, prepare to be met the same way. <laughs> and I think Come that on, is so God. important for us as women to work on because a lot of times we downplay how great we are. We downplay how smart we are. We downplay how beautiful we are. Like that's just what we do as women. And enough is enough. Because if you notice, if a man, if a man goes to apply for a job and he sees the, the requirements, it could mm. be like 30 years as a CEO, right? someone that should be applying for an analyst position, the man is going to be like, yes, I got it. A woman will be, will have been a CEO for 60 years and still be like, ah, I don't know if I qualify. Absolutely not. We need to stop that. We need to stop that narrative. Like the same way men just jump at jobs and jump at opportunities without even thinking like, am I really ready for this? Do I really qualify for this? We have to keep that same energy. Like we right. have to keep that exactly. same energy. And you're you're not gonna come in and I'm gonna downplay myself so that you can feel comfortable. I'm not doing that. Just like we said that about our um, Caucasian counterparts, we have to hold men accountable as well. Like right. you're not gonna come in and I'm gonna like be t- toning myself down so you don't feel intimidated or whatever the case may be. Um, right. And I think even outside of the workplace, that's something I've dealt with my whole life because people find me intimidating, including men. And then it's like, 
it turns right because you're attractive you're tall right and I'm like, mm. along the same lines it's kind of like we do have a different struggle because we are a double minority like you're you know black and you're a woman right so you're dealing with it from a lot of different angles and sometimes it definitely is very exhausting to have to fight all these different people and then also have to fight someone that is like you are out of all people should have my back so i get even more upset um because i'm just like why are you acting this way like i can i can see why they're acting that way because they just got years of you know just issues over there but like for you as my brother or my you know supposedly my brother for you to act that way towards me that is just like very disheartening and it's a problem yeah. It's an awful feeling, yeah. especially like, I think we all have a homeboy in the office, right. especially when you see the other side of it, it's like, where's your love at? Like right. I got, I have work husbands that would go to bat for me, bring me lunches. Like it was like so much love and support. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen. Hello. Listen, hey, they don't want sister. these problems, especially when they saw like my pregnant ass coming around the corner. It's like, all right, she's like a sister now. <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't want these problems, but they are so down, right? Like they really, you know what I mean? Just like someone, like a friend, just a friend, right. girl or a boy, you're just, you right. feel the love. And then, so you get it. So you see that. And then right. in the same office, you get like that energy. You're like, ugh. Right. It's just it's so crazy. And that also brings up the topic about like Megan Thee Stallion and Tory mm. Lane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> mm. It's funny, it's sad, but like that whole situation, like how do y'all feel about that? I just think it's it's so sick. So <laughs> when, I, when I first heard it, I was like, at first I was like, no, is this real? And then I'm like, okay, was everyone on like, you know, like, you know, celebrities, they be like, you know, they party hard. I'm like, may, okay, maybe it was like, a, right. a drunken or some sort of intoxication situation where like shit just hit the fan and somebody shot somebody and bullets went flying but to now find out that it was like intentional like he actually shot her in her foot twice it's just so disgusting to me like right. i just what what would ever push you that far that you would pull out a gun on someone who's supposed to be a friend to you right. and shoot her a female shoot her in the foot like i just like you had that's the kind of man you are like aren't they dating they were dating right they I were, don't, were they and dating? I'm just like, okay. that's another i'm just like why is she dating him right were they dating i'm just like come on like you megan the stallion like it's just every man in america wants her right so it goes back to what you were saying in terms of like women minimizing their greatness right and not to say i don't know anything about tory lane so i can only speak with like from what i'm seeing and like the work that he's produced but it just seems like she could definitely aim higher and it also is proven by the fact that this man shot you in the foot, it's kind of like, he's definitely not worth your time. Right. He would even kind of do something like that. Like that to me is like so crazy. Yeah. And even if they're not together, that like, that's a shitty friend. Like you are like, you're, I can't even call you a friend. I can't even use that term. Like if you're not dating, you're just a shitty human being who took advantage of a girl in in, in that situation. Um, And I just, it's just so like wild to me. Like, yeah, I yeah. just, I just cannot, 
I, I, it's like, I really want to know the full story. Like what exactly happened? Because it's just like, it doesn't make sense. You know, like it doesn't make sense that you would just shoot her in the foot. Like right. what's wrong with you? So, yeah, I know. I know Tom has some thoughts. <laughs> I know you have some thoughts about this, but... I do. I'm sorry. Okay, y'all. You have to understand. (laughs) It's not funny. Clearly someone was hurt. It's not funny. However, when the news came out, like, headline, um, Meg the Stallion shot in foot. Next headline. uh, Tory Lanez shoot Meg the Stallion. I'm confused that these people were even in the same building together. (laughs) Like, I am literally, like, literally so confused. And then, like, asking my husband, like, oh my gosh, you heard Tory Lane shot the stallion. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what do you, what do you say? Like, you need to get off your phone. Like, what are you talking, like, confused? Because it sounds so ridiculous. And then when you see the video of her, like, limping from the car, it gets more bizarre. Like, they were in a car? Because think about Tory Lane's size. Hear me out. Think about his size compared to her size. And literally, I'm going through the logistics in my head, like, okay, was he in a car seat? Was she in the front? Like, oh my god! Okay, oh, so I thought it happened outside. Like I thought that he was like flirting with Kylie. No. Oh they no! In the car they were in a car. Yes. And like when the police come and like I guess like they're like come out with your hands up. She's you can support thing. You can see her limping like bloody footprints like emerging from the car. But it's so bizarre and it's confusing. So all that being said clearly a case of male ego but then recent developments were that apparently she was hitting him in the car and i guess i don't know if it's knee-jerk reaction or if he Come felt on. so jerk to shoot I... right now bringing from the the pleasant street to Broward county i can see how someone could result to that i listen if you if you have it on you I mean, you clearly are comfortable enough to whip it out or use it. That's what they say, right? Like, don't get a gun unless you're ready to use it. Like, so I don't know. And I'm not making an excuse for his behavior because obviously she didn't deserve to get shot. However, I do think it's worth saying that you cannot hit an adult. Like, you can't hit, you can't hit an adult because you don't know someone's mental state. Yeah. Like, it's just, but no, but it's, I, I feel like, like, outside of the situation that's it right like it should yes you shouldn't hit other people like you just shouldn't but you don't know but we don't know like what triggered her to hit him maybe but that's no excuse to me you know what i I mean maybe he hit her first i i feel like that would have been said and she would like blow up like rihanna (laughs) you know i think right like she would but we don't know i mean rihanna basically controlled that narrative but we don't know what she did either to me i just feel like yeah i get it like you shouldn't hit people but i feel like shooting somebody especially somebody that you clearly have been hanging out with Mm -hmm. and you know more times this isn't the first encounter i'm sure that they you know hung out together so it's kind of like for you to go to that extreme and i think he shot her twice i don't know yeah to shoot somebody twice like that to me is just like and as a dude like that's just crazy to me no, I agree. I think, like, one, I, I agree with Tom as far as you should not put your hands on an adult. I'm trying to get better at this in my life. You should you not put your hands. <gasps> you hit people? Tom. I, I don't, like, it, 
it takes me a very, like, I mean, it would have to be an extreme situation, but when I black out, I will put my hands on you. And that's just, I think that it's the Nigerian in me. It just, it male or female? Like, just, oh, actually in my track record has been more so male than it has been female. Got it. So you skew, <laughs> got it. <laughs> you know, so of the times as a male. <laughs> right. But I don't, I don't condone putting your hands on people. However, I agree with DJ because you don't know what he said that triggered her to put her hands on him. She, I feel like she's been through so much. I mean, she just lost her mom. Like she's been through so much. And like, if I just lost my mom and you said something about my mama, I'm going to beat your, I'm putting my hands on you. I'm putting my hands on Are you. Are you prepared to get hit back? Absolutely. And I tell, I okay. say this all the yeah, time. I'm not shot in my foot. Totally right. fair. Right. But like, if, if he didn't shoot her, if he hit her, I feel like there would still be the same uproar, right? Yeah, but at least, I mean, come on. I just feel like shooting. Yeah, no, I think shooting but I feel like shooting is more impersonal than hitting. No, 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 no. I would much rather you You know what me. I mean? No, no. well, obviously. <laughs> I think everyone, if we had to choose, <laughs> we would prefer to get shot. I mean, to get shot. But think about it, though. Like, you, it takes a split second to shoot somebody, but it takes, like, aggression and rage and, you know, inner, like, per, like inner energy to hit someone. You know what I mean? I just feel so like I just, you took the easy way out by shooting me in the foot. So, uh, like, what do you, you, what do you mean? Like you as a male, like, you know, when you, and this is like, when you fight, like you fight. So you can grab my arm. You're a whole male. You can grab my arm. You can, like, you can restrain me. Uh, can we talk me. about sizes though? I feel like this argument totally is valid when normally like size humans. Yeah, but, but this is the thing. This is the thing. It's either you restrain me or you're just going to have to take this. That's, that is the, those are the rules of the game. If you, if two people are fighting, it's either one person wins, one person loses, or you restrain the person. And after that, like, it is what it is. You can't just bring a gun out and shoot me in the foot. And if this was my brother, okay, I would tell, like, if he was the one who a girl was hitting, like, I would much rather you walk away from the situation and call me and then me and her can get into it. You don't need to put your hands on a female for any reason or shoot a female. Like, yeah. there should be none of that. Like, there, there was no reason for him to shoot her. And absolutely, I don't care if she shot him in the foot. Like, it just is what it is. You're a male. You need to act like a male. You shooting her is, to me, is such a, and I'm, I'm going to have to put explicit on this episode, it's such a <laughs> bitch-ass move. Like, who does that? That was your first instinct to grab a gun. She... Sir, first of all, it was more than just two of you in that car. Your male friends were in the car. That's you could like, so yo, awkward. get her, get her, like, hold her, hold her. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There could have been so many other scenarios than for you to pull out a gun and shoot her in the foot twice. Like, I, you know what I keep envisioning? I keep envisioning, like, Meg has him by the neck and his legs are in the air flailing <laughs> and he reaches for his gun and it like like it discharges like I don't know why in my head that's how it plays out in the car regardless there's obviously no excuse for her him to shoot her clearly but I you know I gotta play devil's advocate I just feel like there's something to be said of adults touching other adults I just don't I don't condone that I've never hit my husband I mean like it's just and nor has he ever hit me and I just feel like a lot of that is unfortunately learned behavior from what we probably saw growing up right, right. like I mean I don't think my mom has ever hit my dad but if she wanted to he wouldn't hit her back but 
just because it, just because he wouldn't do that, it doesn't, that's not okay. Like she shouldn't, you know, women shouldn't hit males just on the same level that males shouldn't hit women. Right. No, I completely agree. And I, like I said before, I'm not condoning women putting their hands on men because like it, the, it, the situation doesn't end well. Like, you know, exactly. you, you shouldn't just put your hands on people. Yeah. However, I'm not going to sit here and say that if someone didn't push me too far, I would not put my hands on them because right. push me push too far. Anybody could get it. Male, female. I don't, it's not like a, Oh, this is a male. So I can't do anything. No, I will. I will go down swinging. You can kill me, but I will make sure there are some scars on you. Like I will make sure I go down swinging. You're not just going to take me out. I right. have to, I have to clearly go out with you. <laughs> Because I could get yeah. us into an argument, but <laughs> I don't think I could fight my way out of it. Right. Oh, my goodness. Well, I hope, I hope that, and another thing I've noticed, I haven't seen any, like, apology, any, anything from him. I think so, he's in jail. Where is he? I think he just resurfaced, like, today or yesterday. I don't know. I just saw something um, on some site I was on. But, yeah, right. I think he hasn't really said anything about it. You should like, be apologizing. You should be, I mean, she should be getting flowers to nah, her home. I thought if you discharge a, a gun, you you can possibly go to jail. Is that not true? Like I mean, I'm sure he has a license to carry though, right? Oh, okay. So I just I don't know why I assume that's but bad. I guess that's it bad could of me. Be like that it was murder. That's you know, true. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, yeah, isn't that considered like aggressive behavior where he should be in jail? Like, yeah, he shot her twice. It's not even like an accident, right? So I'm not. Or sure. is, do you think she's lying for him, y'all, to like not get him in trouble? No, because it doesn't make sense. If he's roaming free, it don't make sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think she's covering for him because if you watch the video, um, that she finally, when she finally spoke about the situation, she was like really, really crying and like talking about how she's lost both of her parents and she keeps surrounding herself with people that she thinks are actually her friends and they're not. And it was, it's just, so I don't think, I don't think she's going to cover for him. I don't think she's lying for him. I don't think any of that's going to happen. I think she's like legitimately like mm-hmm. scarred, which I would be like, that's terrible. people fight all the time. I just, and this is my problem with guns. People fight all the time. Like if this was in Nigeria, you just fight it out. Like you fight. And you get your ass beat, you go home. It's yeah, fine. Like the dude on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, get your ass beat, and go home. Right. That's how you do. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. We don't need to shoot each other. Yeah, you want to fight. But, but then yeah. when you get your ass beat, next time when you're about Look, to fight, you think you, about it. You live to see the next day. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. But yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's crazy. I still think there is like she. I, I mean, there's there's got to be more to this, y'all. Like, oh, there's definitely more to the story, but so they crazy. can't say anything because obviously there's an ongoing investigation. So yeah, I'm yeah, sure you're right. Like, don't say anything. Like, don't say too much. So that's why she was just kind of like, like her statement was very vague as far as what actually happened. But it was, mm-hmm. it was just saying like, in general, she's just very hurt because like she's lost both parents. She doesn't have anyone, and now her friends are like being shitty, which is really sad. Like, what? Both of you guys are doing great in life. Why would like? What is wrong with you? Like, oh, don't get me started on that. It makes me sick. Like, it makes me so sick. I hate that. You know, I hate, like, I hate stories like that. I hate when, like, 
uh, athletes squander their money. I hate when like someone, so I don't know if y'all saw that article about the Senator, I think Senator out of Tennessee who embezzled like 600 grand mm. oh, God. black woman. And it just, I hate that. I hate that. I hate seeing successful black people fuck it up. And I hate that. Like it literally like, ugh, like to the, to the core, it really, it really upsets me just cause right. you're obviously, you're obviously in a level that most people wish they were. You've been given opportunities, you know, that most haven't been given and you're black with those opportunities. So I know that you worked really hard to get there despite whatever it is, right? Whether you're an athlete, a Senator, whatever you fought to get where you were and you squander it with BS. And it really gets me. I hate that. Right. Like so many people died for us to have these opportunities and now you actually fulfill their dreams and then go and just mess it up. Just mess it up. It doesn't make sense. Like he had no, like no reason, none. What? Come on. Both of you are celebrities. You have no reason to pull out a gun. You are not in a situation where someone, there's no way she would have killed you in that car with her bare hands. It's, yeah, it's like, why happened. did he have a gun in the first place? You think? Yeah, like, well, I'm, yeah, like he's, I'm sure he rides around. But with who is coming to Fatori Lanes? He's so small. Like, it's just anyone could just come on by and pick him on up <laughs> and take him wherever they want to. Like, it, it makes no sense. That's why he has a gun. because I, I, I guess so. I guess that's the reason. But it's just, oh, I hate that. Like, especially that senator story, y'all, because it's political, right? And right. she's a Democrat. All these comments from the other side of the aisle, just going in and how she deserves jail. I mean, she does, but it's just, it's really. And so does everybody else, you yeah, know? And exactly. Also, I also feel like we're also always, you know, held to such a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Like people are also human. And yeah. I feel like in a lot of situations, we're de- dehumanized a lot. And it's kind of like and chastised for doing the same thing that they do every day, all day, and get away every with it. Day. You're every absolutely day. You're right. You when know, people call people out. I mean, look at Trump. I mean, like he's the biggest crook and yeah, he's I the president. And y'all are just like, oh my gosh, like everything that he's doing is right. So don't throw one stone when you're not throwing it out to everybody else. But they're always so quick to jump on black people. You can't oh, yeah. make one mistake, and that's not any way to live, to feel like you got to walk on freaking eggshells. Right. Because you're always at the center of attention, and I think that that spans whether you're a celebrity or, like, back to our examples of, like, just working in corporate America, and you feel like everything that you do is under a microscope, and yeah. you can't make a mistake, but they're able to make mistakes all the time. It's like, oh, okay, it's oh. fine, let's move on. But if you make a mistake, it's like you're almost like walked out the door. So I just feel like yeah. we should be granted the same grace as being human beings who make mistakes. Like nobody is perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. you. I mean, but in her case, she going to jail. I mean, yeah, she deserves I mean, yeah. it. I mean, yeah, gotta, I mean, right is right <laughs> and wrong. You got to be accountable. Yeah, Especially but, like what but, the, like she spent it on. I think it was like her wedding, her divorce, uh, like something else, like a trip for her family. It was like... Girl, right, right. <laughs> girl. I, ugh, I was, I was so frustrated when I saw that because you're a state senator. Like you really, you you worked really hard to get there, right? Right. right. And you, you stole on BS. She must have thought the other guy. And I know we're, you know, almost um at the end of our podcast, but really, also the other guy that they found. Remember the guy, I forgot his name, but they found him, like, drugged up, but he was actually, like, dealing with 
Oh yes. Um, and it basically like this destroyed his entire career. Right. He ran uh, for Florida. Um, for Florida like, governor, governor Andrew. Andrew. Uh, I forgot Andrew, his name. His last I name. forgot his last name. But Potang. I yes. felt so bad for that. I really did. Up, and a lot of them are on the down low. If that's your business, you know, I feel like whatever your business is, keep it real with who you're with. You're absolutely but right. At the same time, it's like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't the only one there. No, he wasn't the only one there. And I think it was just Andrew like, they, yes, Gillum. Um, I hate that they just exploited it to what it was. Because, I mean, that is clearly not, like, a, a new phenomenon. Like you said, right. there's so many of those people on the down low, living right. their free lives. And whatever his sexual orientation is, it shouldn't affect what we think of him politically or, you know, intelligence-wise. You know what I mean? And I just, I didn't like that. I didn't like that picture that they were floating around of that guy in the back. I'm pretty sure. Oh, girl. Let's not talk about the, Je- the Jeffrey Epstein trial. <gasps> Y'all, that has to be, we have, can we do a series on that? Yes. We should we, do that. I have to watch it. So I have oh. to watch it too. But just from the article, it's ridiculous. It? I don't know. I gotta go back and look. I've been watching Moesha now. <laughs> Mo Tada. Uh, we should Mo. have that as our next. <laughs> but yeah, but that wraps up our episode eight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, when we post, we definitely wanna, you know, hear your thoughts and any other topics that you guys want us to discuss. Um, so thanks for listening and we will check you out next time. Bye. 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 Bye.